What is up, everybody? This is Keith Jamison, go by Gator Guy 231 across the DFS industry. And we are back for another four-game EPL slate on Saturday. And it's a little different EPL slate than we've been dealing with. We've been dealing with Man City as minus 700 favorites. Liverpool is minus 600. Chelsea is minus 300. Um, you know, Tottenham on the slate. Arsenal, all these, these teams with big-name players and, you know, the household names, big salaries. And now we have four games of a lot lesser teams. You know, the biggest team arguably is Leicester in terms of success over the last few years. And instead of having Kevin De Bruyne or Mo Salah or Trent Alexander-Arnold or Romelu Lukaku at the top, we have Ismail Assar, Rafinha, Andros Townsend. So a very different slate, hoping to guide you through it as best as I can. Just a quick reminder before we get into the picks to check, make sure that you like, Mash that subscribe button and comment on the Mayo Media Network and all the awesome job that, you know, all of us part of Pat's team do for the channel. We would love that support. And if you want to find more from me, you can find me at FSI DFS on YouTube. And finally, if you are more of a listener and not in the video, make sure you check out Daily Picks and Bets, the mix um, on any of your podcast feeds. All right, let's get right into it. And let's start with the odds, and we kind of will go from there. So we have four games. Everton is minus 152 at home to Norwich. That's a two and a half total. We have Watford hosting Newcastle. Watford is a slight favorite, plus 130, two and a half total. Leeds and West Ham, little surprised by this. Uh, West Ham is a little bit of a favorite on the road, plus 131. That is a three total trending upward. And then finally, we have the biggest favorite on the slate, Leicester City. At home, minus 163 um, with a two and a half total hosting Burnley. So let's start kind of at the top. And I think that the most important decision you're going to make on the slate is really which two of these guys you're going to play. They all fill forward spots. They all have floors. And in a lot of ways, it's just very different. So let's start all the way at the top. Andrews Townsend. If you told me Andrews Townsend was 10-7 a month ago, I would call you nuts. You know, Lucas Dean had was taking almost all the set pieces. Andrews Townsend was getting in less and less a role. And now that has flipped. Andrews Townsend is close to him taking a monopoly of set pieces. He had the Golazo versus Burnley a few weeks ago. It just looked like an awesome player. He's looked like that Crystal Palace Andrews Townsend that we would just die to put in our lineups. Now, 10-7. I don't think I've ever paid 10-7 for Andrews Townsend, no matter the matchup. But it's a really strong case to play here, especially versus... Uh, a Norwich City team that plays very open, that is not very good in the back. And the reality, too, we might see Lucas Dean missing. We'll get to Lucas Dean in a minute. But that would solidify the Townsend role, right? We would know that, you know, all the set pieces and the free kicks would go his way. He's already had great open play value, and Everton is one of the biggest favorites on the slate. So I think for all those reasons, Andrews Townsend is going to be extremely popular. Now, you could very easily make the case to go Esmel Asar and – there's only one thing lacking for Ismail Asar that would make me just be like auto lock in almost any slate. And that's set pieces. He doesn't take them. The corner situation in Watford is Tom Cleverly, Emmanuel Dennis, Adam Messina. But Ismail Asar actually will cross more than all of them. It sucks that he actually doesn't have those set pieces, right? I don't even know if he could take a corner, right? So all this could be for not. But if so, man, he would be a lock for double digit crosses, add on the fouls, the shots. The goal equity he's shown this season, I think you have an awesome play. Now, I'm leaning towards Rafinha, who will go to next over Milosar, for really one big reason. 
Watford versus Newcastle is a th- lowest total in slate, two and a half, and it's actually being pushed down. So I think by lock, we're going to be looking at like a two and a quarter total. And Watford's only a slight favorite, plus 130. So this is potentially the lowest scoring game on the slate. So to allocate 10,000 to SAR without set pieces and with, you know, I guess lower goal and assist equity, I think it's tough. I would much rather personally go to Rafinha at 9,100. I think that the price is actually just a little bit soft. Now, Leeds is at home, which is huge. Leeds home crowd is pretty much insane. And additionally, West Ham is very open, very open. We saw um, Fabianski just have to like be on his head for Man U to not score six, seven goals for some last time. And I'm not saying that Leeds is Manchester United. I'm not saying that Patrick Bramford is Cristiano Ronaldo or the even that Rafinha is Bruno Fernandes, right? Different ilk of players, but the fact remains that West Ham is just open and there is going to be opportunities. I think this is the game to stack. If you're just playing GPP in tournaments, like you could easily see this having four goals, four or five goals. You know, I like Mikel Antonio just missed this list, but I like Mikel Antonio too. Like if I saw somebody in cash game show up with Rafinha and Mikel Antonio, I'd be like, totally get it. Let's see what happens, right? You know, my style, I'm going to go for the corner takers, but I totally could understand Mikel Antonio and then run it back with Rafinha, you know, maybe throw some Patrick Bamford in there, Daniel James from Leeds. You've got so many great options on West Ham, Vlasic. You have Ben Rama, you have Bowen. There's so many guys, Pablo Fernals, wherever the hell he would slide in at this point. So just so many players in this game. I really do like it. But Rafinha, share slot pieces, huge on fouls drawn. He is attacks uh, guys off the dribble so much, one of the highest in the leagues. And he's just a lock for double digits every single week. Even when Leeds had to play down a man for 30 minutes versus Liverpool, Rafinha still got their double digits. So 9,100, give it to me. And let's hope that, you know, he can get a goal or assist to really pushing the 20 range. Down from there, all right, I'm going to talk about the Leicester guys right now. Leicester, more than almost anything in the EPL, is just beyond frustrating, okay? So Leicester two years ago was the exact opposite. It was just like, okay, Leicester's on the site. I know what to do. I'm going to plug James Madison in. And James Madison, yeah, I'm going to pay 9500 or 10000 but I'm going to get 100% of set pieces. I'm going to get open play value. I'm going to get fouls drawn. You know, I'm just going to open my app, and whether he has a goal or assist, he's going to have 12 points. When now you look at things, James Madison as the biggest favorite on the slate versus a very, very bunkering and very gettable Burnley side. They lost a ton of corners, lost a lot of crosses. They want you to cross the ball so that Tarkowski and Ben Meek can head the ball away. James Madison's 4,900, 4,900. He was a 10,000 this, this time two years ago. And it wouldn't be second thinking it. At, it's not the right way to say it, but it wouldn't even be a second thought if you're going to play James Madison in cash, but now it's 4,900 and we're sitting here going, my God, like he burned me last weekend on the Sunday slate. It's like 4,400 versus Brayton subs at half, like three DK. And then, you know, shows up since James Madison's injury last year. Right. He like just has not been on set pieces and keep expecting him to change. And it doesn't change. And, you know, it's whether it's Yuri Tielemans, then it's Mark Albrighton. And now it's freaking Ryan Bertrand taking corners over him. The Ryan Bertrand subs, Yuri Tielemans is on it. It's so tough. Lester is so tough. And then like midweek, they don't even get any corners until like the final like 10 minutes of the game. So Lester's tough. I think I'm going to play Madison, 4,900. You know, like he has to score again, assist eventually. Like this is a guy that was rumored to Arsenal. You know, people were like screaming for him on the England team, not even a year ago. Now we're talking about 4,900 in a soft matchup. Now, all that being said, 
it's going to be really interesting to see the lineup, right? James Madison didn't play midweek. Yuri Thielman has played midweek. Could Yuri Thielman get a time off? I'm not sure, but let me make the case for Yuri Thielman. I spent enough time with James Madison. Yuri Thielman started for the Belgian national team. Awesome midfielder, probably, you know, top 10, under 25 midfielder in the world. A very good shot at set pieces, right? We saw him now for almost a year taking over Madison. Now, Yuri Thielman does not take over more. Mark Albrighton, and so far this season does not take over Ryan Bertrand. Now, all that being said about Ryan Bertrand, who is not on the list, he's only like 4,300. I want him to be on the list. I only get 10 spots here. And here's the thing about Ryan Bertrand. He just has not done anything for Leicester. You know, you, he's on a monopoly corners versus Brighton, and he ends with like three and a half DK. You know, Ryan Bertrand at Southampton, you know, used to be pumping seven, eight crosses in open play. He just doesn't show it for Leicester. I'm still probably going to play him. I'm a sucker for a cheap fullback with corners, but Leicester's tough, man. And this should be a great matchup, right? Biggest favorite in the slate. Yeah, here we are. We're talking about, you know, can we fade James Madison at 5K? Are we playing Yuri Thielman? Are we fading Ryan Bertrand at the price? It's just crazy. And maybe the actual decision is just you just join the Vardy party and you go, I'm not going to sweat all of these set pieces and I'm just going to play Jamie Vardy and hope to party. Can't blame you there. So there's Leicester. Um, next play, Lucas Dean, 6,400. Very, very similar to James Madison a lot of way. Even two weeks ago, you told me Lucas Dean, 6,400. At home, second biggest favorite versus Norwich. I'm like, just lock, lock, 6,400. Lock him in. Go. But now we've seen Lucas Dean cross less and less in open play, losing sets to Andrews Townsend, and he picked up an injury midweek. So I kind of hope that Lucas Dean is not in the lineup, so I don't have to sweat it. But if he's in, creature of habit. Kind of feel like I almost have to play him. 6,400. I mean, I've played 8,000 for Lucas Dean and not think thought twice on it. So, you know, I, I still think realistically, obviously, it's a very, very different system of a rapper than Nancy Benitez versus Carlo Ancelotti. Um, we've seen Carlo looking great at Real Madrid. But I think the talent, the player profile of a guy that likes to cross the ball is still there. Good matchup, 6,400. If it works, great. But I'll just say this. If you don't play him, you're, you're not crazy. Even if the result shows up bad, I like, I get it. Um, next part of the list, Matt Ritchie. The reason you might not play Lucas Dean is because Matt Ritchie is like very, very similar, except for a more defined role. Less of a good matchup, thousand cheaper. Left wing back for Newcastle, has never seen a ball that he couldn't cross, still has lost some monopoly set pieces, but still, still takes all the end swingers for Newcastle. And look, Watford is not a team I'm going to run away from. Like Newcastle and Watford are going to be in the relegation battle all season. Um, Newcastle should be the team that makes it over Watford. So, you know, Matt Ritchie, 5,400. Again, Matt Ritchie, I've played 7,000 for not bad and I either. So I look down here at 5,400. I think he's a great play. Next, we have Tom Cleverly, who, God, there's never been. So I just talked about two guys that I've never batted and I paying more for. I have batted eyes. I have whatever other body part I could think of. Anytime I've had to pay Tom Cleverly, even though it's 3,500, you're like, 3,500? Tom Cleverly, really? I'm about to do this. I'm about to torture myself again. But last week, Monopoly set pieces. There's home favorite versus a Newcastle team that we know will bunker and play in the counterattack. He's playing a number 10 position. He looked good last week. I can get a cheap Watford Monopoly set pieces. Maybe that works. Again, maybe he's like Lucas Dean. Maybe Tom Cleverly would do us a favor of not being in. But again, not like the most fun player to play. But you kind of look at it and you go, yeah, I understand it. Speaking of a fun player to play, Milo Rashika makes our list next at 5,100. He is forward eligible. So if you decide that you don't want to use 
two of those top guys, Milo Rashika 5100 is a really good option. While Everton is a big favorite, Everton gives up fantasy points. Everton gives up opportunities. We saw that versus Burnley a few weeks ago. Like Everton is going to leak from the back, drive Rafa nuts, but that's just the reality. And Milo Rashika, former Bundesliga guy, takes a share of set pieces, crosses a ton in open play. We haven't seen a ton of the shooting and the fouls drawn that we used to see in the Bundesliga. I'm assuming he's getting used to the EPL, but 5100 is still just a little too cheap. So like Rashika a lot. We talked about James Madison. And finally, for pure value, let's shout out to the wonder boy, Billy Gilmore, 3,800, still not, not expensive enough. Look, I still think Billy Gilmore is a better real life footballer than DFS, but he has a share of set pieces. He's dynamic as heck. If you want to see one of the best Billy Gilmore plays to, to describe his football, type in Billy Gilmore versus Liverpool. It's like an 80 yard run. You know, they, they, they messed it up, but he was absolutely fantastic with that whole run. Um, and at 3,800, it's great value to make this all work. All right, that'll do it for the picks. Thank you all so much for watching. Once again, if you want to find my content at GatorGuy231 on Twitter and at FSIDFS on YouTube. Thank you all for watching and see you.